After four years of difficult relations with the Trump administration, allies of the United States were anxious to see the results of the 2020 presidential election. The spectacle that ensued shocked the world when a mob of Trump supporters stormed the Capitol in an attempt to stop a joint session of Congress assembled to formalize Joe Biden's victory. The events of January 6 were partially fueled by the false belief that the election was illegitimate, fraudulent, or stolen. In the weeks prior, Americans were exposed to different sets of facts. Fox News and other conservative media outlets aired misleading narratives leading many viewers to believe that they were disenfranchised in the 2020 election. For this article, I analyzed hours of content uploaded to YouTube by Fox News between the day of the election, November 3rd, 2020, and the day of the insurrection, January 6th, 2021. Chapter 1. Opinion Hosts Undermined Factual Reporting Serious journalists work at Fox News. From the day of the election, they provided factual reporting about the race, recounts, legal challenges, false allegations of fraud, and more. For instance, a week after Biden was declared president-elect, David Spunt accurately reported President Trump at the White House this morning, continuing to embrace this alternate reality that he either uh, won the race or the election was rigged. However, accurate reporting was repeatedly discredited by opinion hosts and their guests. This happened on election day, while states counted votes, and after the Electoral College convened. The vast majority of videos uploaded by Fox News during that period are excerpts from their opinion shows. In other words, not news. Chapter 2. Claims of a Stolen Election Efforts to question the legitimacy of the election started early and continued to unfold until January 6. On the day of the election, before polls were closed, the press communications director for the Trump campaign went on Fox News and suggested that Democrats were trying to steal the election because ballots would continue to be counted after the day of the election. She said, Democrats trying to change the rules, upend the process here to try and be able to cram votes in later. That's right. stealing the election. This claim went unchallenged by the host. Talks of a stolen election by Democrats quickly became a recurring theme on the network. The day after the election, days before results were known, Tucker Carlson claimed that the outcome of our presidential election was seized from the hands of voters. This rhetoric continued into 2021. Two days before the insurrection on the Capitol, Steve Hilton told Fox viewers that Democrats have been pushing ballot harvesting everywhere. They use the virus as an excuse to bend the voting rules in their favor. Chapter 3. Talks of Fraud and Collusion 
Hosts and guests on Fox News suggested that fraud and collusion surrounding the election were legitimate concerns. Talks of fraud were peddled by Trump himself when in the early morning of November 4, he claimed that the election was the fraud on the American public. Trump's false claim was echoed on air throughout November, December, and January. Although allegations of fraud were often vague, unclear, or unexplained, talking heads like Tucker Carlson, Sean Hannity, and Steve Hilton repeatedly pointed the finger at big tech, the mainstream media, the deep state, corporate America, city Democrats, the system, experts, pollsters, the ruling elite, the establishment, and other catch-all terms. For instance, Carlson claimed that the 2020 presidential election was not fair. No honest person would claim that it was fair. On many levels, the system was rigged against one candidate and in favor of another. The media openly colluded with the Democratic nominee. Furthermore, efforts to legitimize unfounded claims of fraud were frequently championed by Trump allies and often went unchallenged by Fox News hosts. For instance, Representative Louis Gohmert said, Anybody that says the allegations of fraud are unfounded uh, is just either ignorant or so biased that they're trying to affect the outcome. Fox News viewers were also encouraged to continue questioning the results of the election, even after multiple recounts and failed legal challenges. On December 14th, electors of the Electoral College were convened to formally cast their votes for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, bringing to an end all outstanding challenges to the election. Despite that, in a clip published on the same day, Steve Hilton said, Another week, and still the establishment are telling you to shut up and move on. If you've got questions about the election, you're a conspiracy theorist. Chapter 4 Claims that conservatives are persecuted. Between the day of the election and the insurrection, Fox News hosts and their guests implied that conservatives, Republicans, and Trump supporters are victims of persecution and oppression in America. For example, three days after the election, Laura Ingram suggested that Democrats drafted a blacklist of conservatives to punish. Her guest on the show said, This is a tyrannical impulse, but ultimately, these are people who, if they had their wish, uh, they would ostracize their opponents, they would have them fired from their jobs, they would have them digitally censored and they cheer when that happens. Uh, and uh, who knows, they might next be willing to imprison them. Trump allies also made similar claims. For instance, Senator Lindsey Graham went on Hannity and said, Mainstream media polling is designed to suppress Republican votes. It's a game they play with their polling to depress the Republican vote. On the eve of the insurrection, Fox News continued to play on the notion that Trump supporters were persecuted by the media. Greg Gutfeld added fuel to the fire by saying, Fact is, the deep hatred toward millions of Americans from the media existed well before this election. It's the media's persistent, irrational venom toward Trump supporters that created the legit suspicion that election fraud indeed happened. 
I mean, if you think the Trump camp are all white, bigoted rubes or Nazis, of course you're going to rig the election. The same day, during an interview with Senator Johnson about his plans to object the certification of the election, Harris Faulkner suggested that Republicans were disenfranchised in the 2020 election. She told the senator, If this were a situation where others were disenfranchised and it weren't Republicans, what you're doing benefits everybody because you got to take a look at those areas that are broken. Chapter 5 claims that liberals are radicalized. Fox News painted liberals, Democrats, and Biden supporters as radical, rage-filled, and lawless individuals. Hosts often used loaded language to describe the left. For instance, Sean Hannity said, This new, extreme, radical, democratic, socialist, and even lawless party they're on a quest for power at all costs, and they're vowing to destroy anyone and everyone that dares to get in their way. Similar language was recurrent on the network in the weeks leading to the insurrection. Jason Chaffetz indulged in comparable rhetoric. This is what we've come to expect from the new extreme, raged-filled left, spewing endless hate and personal attacks against those who dare to call out their rampant hypocrisy and outright lies and misinformation. Fox News also entertained the notion that somehow Democrats lost the election or only believed that they won. This claim is irrational. Joe Biden is the president, and Democrats in Congress hold a majority in both houses. Regardless, House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy went on Fox News and said, The Democrats have just lost in this election, and the Republicans come January have the momentum to actually run the floor. Instead of challenging this claim, the host followed up with a question about allegations of fraud. Similarly, Greg Gutfeld suggested that Democrats only believed that they won the election. But if maiming Trump supporters is how they react after they believe they won, what if they thought they lost? That's easy. Cities would have burned. People would have died. Final chapter. In the weeks leading to January 6, Fox News repeatedly promoted dangerous falsehoods. Days before the insurrection, January 6 became a hot topic on the network as several Republican members of Congress planned to object to the certification of Joe Biden's victory. In hindsight, some statements were incendiary, like this one made by Janine Pirro, four days before the attack on the Capitol. January 6 will tell us whether there are any in Congress willing to battle for the America that those soldiers fought for, the one that you and I believe in. Although it is impossible to measure the true impact that the network had on the events of January 6, Fox News, the most watched cable news network in America, contributed to legitimizing the big lie that fueled it. To this day, millions of Americans still hold the belief that the election was illegitimate, fraudulent, or stolen, putting American democracy under unprecedented pressure. Over the past four years, the rest of the world has watched as Trump's time in office shaped the United States. 
there now lies a deeper divide than ever between opposite political parties. The stakes are high as the world has been privy to extreme political reactions. The question remains, how does this affect the rest of the world? What happens when a global superpower so openly struggles with democracy? Does it inspire other countries to do better for its people, or does it encourage chaos across the globe? We may have uncovered a part of the truth, but only time will tell. Thank you so much for listening. This article was written by me, Guillaume Huppé, with the contribution of content editor Leah Brown. Read our other monthly articles at medium.com slash at H-U-P-P-E. That's medium.com slash at symbol H-U-P-P-E. Thank you for subscribing to the monthly read, and I'll see you next month.